five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Oh. 
Mizrach, Mizrach, Mare, Mare, Le Malo, Le Mata, Le Malo, Le Mata, Duram, Duram, Tuffin, Tuffin, Le Malo, Le Mata, Le Malo, Le Mata, Mizrach, Mizrach, Mare, Mare, Le Malo, Le Mata, Le Malo, Le Mata, Duram, Duram, Tuffin, Tuffin, Le Malo, Le Mata, Le Malo, Le Mata,
In the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Monday on this final day of March and final day in the month of Adar 2 as well, March 31st, the 29th of Adar 2, and it is, of course, Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Rosh Chodesh begins tonight. It'll be a one-day Rosh Chodesh on Tuesday, and we're looking forward to it. And by the way, speaking of beginnings and ends, I want to wish a mazel tov to those who are completing Meseches Sukkah today in the study of Daf Yomi, the one-page-per-day um, Talmud study. And uh, wish good luck to all those who will be embarking tomorrow on Meseches Beitzah, which begins uh, tomorrow with uh, page two, Daf Beis. 
Those who are studying Dafyomi continue to be an amazing inspiration for so many of us. And they complete another significant accomplishment today with the completion of Masechah Sukkah. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. In fact, I'm glad that on a day like today we can start <laughs> with a Mazal Tov wish, <laughs> especially since we're about to get into some very interesting news. Uh, 39 degrees, they call it a wintry mix. We can't get away from these wintry uh, forecasts, it seems. One of those uh, days with a mixture of some type of precipitation. 88% humidity, winds in north at 2 miles per hour. Expect showers this morning with a high of 56, and tonight clear skies, low 35. Tomorrow mostly sunny with a high temperature of 58. Ah, I'm already looking forward to Rosh Chodesh Nissan. Uh, Yerushalayim is at 66. We're at 39 degrees with a little bit of uh, wet weather out there on a Monday morning at JM in the AM. By the way, it's official. A very significant morning tomorrow here at JM in the AM when the legendary icon of Hasidic music, Ben Sion Schenker, walks into this studio. We are looking forward to an amazing and incredible visit tomorrow by the Hasidic music icon, Ben Sion Schenker, tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Should be uh, really incredible having him here in our studio. We'll take your phone calls and speak to him about the incredible and amazing career that he's had, and that continues. The news from Israel I read from the New York Times. Ehud Olmert, the former Israeli prime minister who was forced from office under a corruption cloud, was convicted Monday of taking bribes to ease the construction of a huge housing complex while he was mayor of Jerusalem, dashing his much-discussed dream of making a political comeback. The verdict was the most severe ever against such a senior official. In 2012, Olmert became Israel's first prime minister to be convicted of a criminal offense when he was found guilty of breach of trust in a separate case. But he escaped jail time then and had been plotting another run for office in hopes of acquittal in the bribery case relating to the Holy Land complex in southwestern Jerusalem. Judge Rosen of Tel Aviv District Court declared Monday that Olmert had told lies in court and said that his version of events has been rejected by me in every way. In a hearing stretching for nearly two hours and covered live on television, Rosen decried a corrupt political system that has decayed over the years and said hundreds of thousands of shekels were transferred to elected officials. An April 28th hearing was set to discuss sentencing. Legal experts said Ulmer was sure to be sentenced to time in prison with the maximum for his crime set at seven years. Ulmer served as prime minister from 06 to 09, leading a war in Lebanon widely condemned as a debacle and bringing Israel to the brink of a peace deal with the Palestinians until a swirl of corruption charges led to his resignation. Olmert is 68 years old. He had been mayor of Jerusalem from 93 to 03 and later oversaw the Israel Lands Authority as the Holy Land complex swelled to more than 12 times the height granted in the original permits. That's the New York Times report of um, what happened this morning in Israel or this afternoon in Israel. 
Times of Israel writes, the Tel Aviv District Court on Monday morning convicted former Prime Minister Ehud Olmert, along with nine other former senior officials and businessmen, of taking and giving bribes in the development of a massive Jerusalem construction project promoted while Olmert was mayor of the city over a decade ago. The ruling marks the first time a former Israeli Prime Minister has been convicted of bribery in what has been called one of the worst corruption scandals in the country's history. The verdict appeared to put an end to Olmert's lingering hopes of making a comeback to national politics. Sentencing will take place at a later date, but legal experts say that the conviction will almost certainly entail years in prison for Olmert. A first sentencing hearing was set for April 28th. Olmert's attorneys said they would appeal the verdict. At the center of the case was the Holy Land Housing Development, a hulking hilltop project that Jerusalem residents long suspected was tainted by corruption. The case broke in 2010 after Shmuel Dachner, a businessman who was involved in the project, turned state's witness Dachner died last year from an illness. Judge Rosen's 700-page decision included reams of biting criticism, much of it reserved for Omer. He said the former prime minister enjoyed close ties with Dachner despite his protestations to the contrary and dismissed Olmert's claims to the effect that the witness was unreliable. He said that in attempting to besmirch Dachner in his testimony, Olmert had lied to the court. According to the decision, the state's witness gave Olmert's debt-written brother, Yossi Olmert, post-dated checks for 500,000 new Israeli shekels at Olmert's behest. Dachner was representing real estate developer Hillel Charney, who was convicted Monday of money laundering and bribing Olmert, his then-assistant and future Jerusalem mayor, Uri Lopolyansky and others. Dachner bought the services of the mayor who had no misgivings about breaking the law to help his cash-strapped brother, Rosen said. Olmert, he noted sardonically, considered the state's witness a magical treasure that stood at his disposal. Lopolyansky, meanwhile, was aware of the sizable donations that were transferred and acted in contravention of proper standards. The broad canvas, he said in the decision, painted by the state's witness, revealed corrupt systems of government that had rotted over the years, Hundreds of thousands of shekels were transferred to elected and public officials. So there you have it, a conviction just about an hour ago in Israel of Ehud Olmert. We'll speak with Deputy Defense Minister Danny Danone. He'll join us about a half hour from now. He was originally scheduled to talk about the prisoner releases and the possibility of more. I have a feeling that this topic will come up in conversation when we speak with him uh, within the hour here at JM in the AM. An error of Rosh Chodesh morning at 20 minutes before 7 o'clock. As we mentioned, tomorrow, the great Ben Sion Schenker, <coughs> the great Ben Sion Schenker, Hasidic music icon, is going to join us here in studio at JM in the AM. There's a brand new CD out. We are very much looking forward to his visit. It should be a very interesting one and in many ways a historic one. Then Sion Schenker tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM.
No learning time. 
who's going to be headlining Saturday Night Cholamoy to Brooklyn College in a night with Avramo. It's already getting a lot of attention, that show. There he is with Light. Before that, Rybarch Chaitin Company with Awake My Brother. Eighth day had Avraham. You heard Avinu done by David Gabe. Moshe David Weissman with Simintov. 7 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, it's Erev Rosh Chodesh. I thank you all for joining us at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmdm.org. Galitzal in the background with the conviction of uh, Ehud Olmert, former Prime Minister of Israel. You want to pay even more careful attention to our newscast. Member of Knesset, Danny Danone, will join us at a quarter after 7 o'clock, just about 15 minutes from now here at JM in the AM. Reminder, tomorrow the Hasidic composing and singing giant, Ben Sion Schenker, in our studio tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Very much looking forward to his visit tomorrow morning. Want to wish good luck to Frisch and Eula. Frisch is uh, representing the state of New Jersey and everybody else. Against Eula. <laughs> Eula is representing those who are rooting for Eula and those who are not rooting for Frisch. The Sarachek Championship is this afternoon. Good luck, Frisch. Good luck, Eula. They are the final two standing in the big basketball tournament at Yeshiva University. Did we do our RD? WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. News from Israel next. Galei Tzala, JMNAM. Galei Tzala, Shah Shtaim. Kan Shibel Karmi Mansur, Ima Shekorea Akshav. Arshat Olmert Vehatguvot, Nesia Medina, Shimon Peres Omer, Zehuyom Atsuv. Shlichatenu, Tali Cheskeli, Shamato, Bemalach Bikuro, Beostria. Ani Raka Boker, Shamadi, Et Psakadin, Lokaratioto, Ani Loida Mayashpo, Satsuk. בהכרעת הדין כתב השופט דוד רוזן כי אולמרט שיקר לבית המשפט וכי עד המדינה שמואל דכנר קנה את שירותיו בכסף. כתבתנו שרון פולבר מוסרת כי שלב הטיעונים לעונש ייפתח בסוף חודש אפריל. התובע בתיק, עורך הדין יוני תדמור, אמר בתוכניתנו מה בוער עם רזי ברקאי, שהפרקליטות תדרוש להטיל על אולמרט מאסר בפועל. הדברים שנשמעו באולמו של השופט רוזן הם ברורים וחמורים. נדמה לי שאפשר רק לשער את uh, מידת העונש שאנחנו נעתור לו בטיעונים לעונש. כלומר, מאסר בפועל. אני חושב שה... הפסיקה היא ברורה ומחייבת. במעשים מעין אלה המשמעות היא אחת, מאסר בפועל ולתקופה ממושכת. 
יועץ התקשורת של אולמרט, אמיר דן, אמר לאחר הכרעת הדין, לא נאמרה המילה האחרונה. המשפט הזה מבוסס רוב רובו על עד מדינה שגם בית המשפט הצהיר עליו שהוא זייפן ושקרן, עד מדינה שלצערנו לא ניתנה לנו ההזדמנות לחקור אותו בחקירה נגדית. אנחנו נלמד היטב את הכרעת הדין, וכנראה שזה לא סוף פסיק. תגובות גם במערכת הפוליטית. השר לשעבר שלמה בן יזרי, שריצה עונש מאסר בפועל, אמר בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים, שעדיף לאולמרט לא לערער לעליון. בדרך כלל הם מאשרים את מה שאמר בית המשפט הקודם, במקרים בודדים. אז חבל על הכסף, חבל על הזמן, חבל על התוחלת לב אחר כך שאנשים נאכלים. מקסימום להתחיל לרצות את העונש, אחר כך מתחתנים, אומרים חבל שאתה עשיתי את זה לפני כן, כי השנה שאתה מחכה לערעור זה גיהנם. אז בשביל מה לקבל את הגיהנום הזה, כשאחר כך אתה בן כותר, אז זה אותו פלוס שנה של המתנה. חברות הכנסת זהבה גלאון ושלי יחימוביץ' בירכו על הכרעת הדין בשיחה עם יעל דן. אולמרט הוא אדם שמידותיו היו מושחתות לאורך כל הדרך, והוא כל הזמן חמאס לקח כתוצאה ממעמדו הציבורי. שחיתות היא משחיתה והיא גורמת לזה שהציבור אומר, טוב, כל הפוליטיקאים מושחתים. מה שהיום נשמע... בעצם אומר שגם מנהיגים אינם עומדים על החוק. עוד בחדשות, בנק ישראל קובע כי תקציב המדינה שמגבש האוצר יידרש לעבור קיצוץ של, עשרה, של כעשרה מיליארד שקלים. כתבנו יונה לייבזון ויאיר שרקי מוסרים שבנוסף, הנגידה פלוג ממליצה להעלות את גיל הפרישה לנשים. במסיבת עיתונאים להצגת הדוח השנתי של הבנק התייחסה פלוג לאישור תוכנית לפיד לפטור ממע"מ על דירות לזוגות צעירים. למרות התנגדותה. לגבי הסוגיה של מע"מ אפס, אכן הוחלט אחרת, אבל אני חושבת שמה שחשוב זה שהעמדה תילקח בחשבון ותישקל, ובסופו של דבר הממשלה צריכה להחליט, והיא זו שמחליטה. בפקיסטן, הנשיא לשעבר פרווז מושרף מואשם בבגידה חמורה. אם יורשע, אפשר שייגזר עליו עונש מוות על פי החוק המקומי. והתחזית אצלנו מחר עוד עלייה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
From the Live in Jerusalem CD, Eitan Katz, with that recent release here at JM and the AM. Before that, Simcha Liner, brand new with Eliyahu. You heard the uh, newscast at the top of the hour. Just over an hour ago, uh, we learned of the uh, conviction of Ehud Olmert and others in the uh, Holy Land construction uh, scandal. He is the first Israeli Prime Minister to ever be convicted. With us live via telephone on this and other issues is Deputy Defense Minister Danny Danone, who has been outspoken about the current Prime Minister's policy regarding the release of prisoners and a whole bunch of other things. Member of Knesset, Deputy Defense Minister Danone, welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nahum. Good morning. It's great to be on your show again. I appreciate that. With the news regarding former Prime Minister Olmert this morning, I would assume it's a very sad day in Israel. Absolutely. I don't think you will find anyone happy today in Israel. We were all uh, following the news coming from the district court uh, today, and we are not happy. It doesn't matter if you, you supported Prime Minister Olmert or not. Personally, I was not a member of his ideology or his party, but it is not a happy day for us that a former prime minister is convicted in uh, such uh, serious allegations. Was this a, a surprise for those of us who are thousands of miles away and don't always, even with the Internet, get to follow things on a minute-to-minute basis? And then adding your expertise, because you're in the world of government, was this a surprise, this conviction, or was it expected? Well, the, the allegations were very serious, and uh, I think uh, many people uh, understood uh, that there were misappropriate behavior involved. The issue was whether uh, Prime Minister Olmert was involved as, as a mayor and as a minister, and uh, according to the ruling of the judge, uh, he was very involved, unfortunately, and uh, we would have to wait for after Pesach to see uh, what would be the verdict in terms of uh, the punishment. Member of Knesset, Deputy Defense Minister Danny Danone is with us live via telephone from Israel. And finally on this issue, um, is there anything that we could say broadly about, uh, I don't know, government or the state of the state of Israel today? Are there, are there any larger lessons that we could learn or observations we can make based on the fact that now we in fact have the first Israeli prime minister who was convicted of a crime? Well, I think we should and, and can be proud of our democracy. Uh, the very fact that uh, we can indict a former prime minister and, uh, and on such allegations, I think that we should be very proud of our democracy, of our judicial system. Uh, you will not find it in the Middle East that uh, people are convicted uh, on bribery allegations. I think we should be proud of our strong democracy. Danny Danone is with us. You've been very outspoken about the current prime minister and his policy regarding prisoner releases. You've even stated, and you can qualify this if necessary, that's why you're on, you've even stated that you will resign your position if, in fact, he goes ahead with the most recent proposed PA terrorist prisoner release. Why now have you made such a strong statement and have stood up with the threat of resignation as opposed to what happened two and three prisoner releases ago? Nahum, it is, it is a moral issue, and uh, I'm fighting as we speak to stop the insanity of releasing more terrorists, more murderers, and uh, I said it very clearly to the Prime Minister, if you will go ahead 
with Secretary Kerry's proposal of releasing more terrorists, I will not stay in my position in the government as Deputy Minister of Defense. I was very clear about it, and you know me for many years. Yep. When I say something, I mean it. I hope I will not get to this point and we will be able to stop the insanity. And when I objected the relief from the beginning uh, against the Prime Minister and the Minister of Defense, many people in the government told me, wait, we're starting a new era. We're going now to have peace with the Palestinians. I was very skeptical from the beginning. But today, even those colleagues are saying to me, nothing happened. We haven't received anything in return. And today they want us to pay more only for the sake of the negotiations. I think it's immoral. And, you know, in the U.S., now you know it, you have in 32 states, you have a death penalty right. for murderers. Right. Unfortunately, we do not implement it here in Israel. But how can the American push us and force us to release those people who killed our boys, our soldiers, our families? I think it's uh, immoral and it, uh, it is against the Jewish values to do such a thing. Deputy Defense Minister for now, Danny Danone, with us live from Yerushalayim. What are your uh, what are your thoughts when you hear that Jonathan Pollard might be included in some type of PA terrorist release exchange? I want to see Jonathan uh, here in Passover. I will be very happy. Uh, I, as a student, fought uh, very much for the release of Jonathan Pollard with Rabbi Avi Weiss years ago. It is about time that he will be released after 29 years in, in federal prison. But at the same time, I'm telling you, we should not do the linkage. It, it is immoral to release terrorists and at the same time to put the, the issue of Jonathan Pollard on the table. I think the American administration must release Pollard now, but at the same time, they cannot accept us now from us to release those murderers. I think it, it's wrong to put those two issues together. By when, if in fact there is a deadline, does the Prime Minister have to make this decision about this proposed next release? Secretary Kerry is putting a lot of time into this issue. He is now in France. I assume, I don't know if it will happen today or tomorrow, but I assume he will come to Israel again and will put pressure on Prime Minister Netanyahu to go ahead uh, with this issue. I do not know about uh, Jonathan Pollard, whether he will be part of the deal or not. It will be very hard for the Prime Minister to pass such a deal without Jonathan Pollard. Uh, my efforts here in Israel were very successful. And today you have a very strong opposition within the government uh, to such a release of terrorists, of Arab Israelis. If Jonathan Pollard will be part of the deal, it might change the atmosphere, but we are waiting to see. Danny Danone, do, do, do people like yourself get regular reports about what released prisoners are now doing, whether in fact they're going back to uh, participate or plan other terrorist activities? Absolutely. What, what have you learned? What do you, what do you hear about that? We have seen those people who were released with Shalita deal, that they were engaged in activities, but it's more than a security issue, Nahum. Look at the moral issues. Those people now coming back to their villages like a heroes. Yeah. They're getting a, a nice check from Abu Mazen, a few hundred thousand U.S. dollars payment, special payment, and they're becoming heroes. So the kids who are looking at them as heroes, I'm afraid from the kids more than I'm afraid from those terrorists themselves. I am sure most of them will be involved in future activities, but I'm more afraid of the next generation 
with learning that, you know, if you murder a Jew, you will become a hero within a few years. This is a lesson that they are learning today, and that's why I'm upset, and I'm fighting with all my force against this move. And anybody who questions um, what you just mentioned can look at yesterday's New York Times, page one, as they describe one of these prisoners and his uh, adjustment back to society. And the number that you mentioned in the hundreds of thousands of dollars is accurate. Danny Danone, has the Prime Minister reacted to your statement that you're ready to resign your position if the release goes through? Well, I, I think uh, I made it very clear. You know, sometimes politicians make vague statements. And some of my colleagues called and told me, why you made it so clear? You should have left it vague, that maybe you will resign <laughs> or you will take serious action. <laughs> and said, you, you know me for many years. You know, I, I stick to my values and to my ideas. And I think we have to change the course of this government. And I hope my statement and maybe my action in the next few days will change the course of this government. It will be a national government. It will not be uh, following Secretary Kerry and Minister Livni. Sad day in Israel with, uh, with what everyone now has to endure uh, regarding um, a former Prime Minister Olmert. Uh, let's hope it doesn't get sadder this week with yet another prisoner release. Uh, Deputy Defense Minister Danny Danone, Kol HaKavod, Toda Rabban, Chag Kasher V'Sameach to you. Toda, Chag Kasher V'Sameach to all of you. Bye-bye. Uh, member of Knesset, Deputy Defense Minister, for now, he has threatened to resign uh, if, in fact, this uh, next prisoner release goes through. That's Danny Danone with us here at JM in the AM. And um, uh, this news from Israel, which just broke about 90 minutes ago, with the conviction of Ehud Olmert and others in the Holy Land scandal, this will likely uh, result in jail time for the former prime minister. And uh, a sad day in Israel, a sad day for the Jewish people, no matter how you look at it, no matter how you, whether you're a fan of Olmert or not, uh, whether whether you're immune and numb to all this type of news with, the, with how long this scandal has been in the papers or not, a sad day. That for the first time, a former Israeli prime minister has acted in a way uh, dastardly enough to uh, to award him jail time. Just unbelievable. 23 minutes after 7 o'clock. It's Monday. Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan at JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM, Milim Shal Ruach is the name of the CD, Hashem Melech with God Elbaz here at Jam in the AM. I thank member of Knesset uh, and Deputy Defense Minister Danny Danone for joining us. In fact, it is a sad day in Israel, no matter how you look at it. Former Prime Minister Olmert will uh, serve time in jail for uh, for the scandal. And... Uh, that's going to be happening, uh, well, the sentencing will start the 28th of April after Pesach. The American Friends of Yeshiva B'nai Akiva have their 35th anniversary scholarship and tribute dinner coming up tomorrow night, happening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage on Battery Place. Mazal tov to all the honorees, including Nira and uh, Ken Abramowitz, Dr. Charlotte Frank. And in memory of um, Marvin and Renee Herskowitz, um... There'll be a dedication of the Department of Jewish Studies at the Roti Huda in Efrat. So we congratulate their family as that's being done in the memory of the Hershkowitzes. Uh, Ambassador Ido Haroni will be there to greet the crowd. Information about all this, contact the American Friends of Yeshivot B'nai Akiva. And they are at 212-248-0471. That's 212-248-0471. 0471 for information on that. Mazal tov to all those who were honored last evening at the uh, TABC dinner. Mazal tov to all those who were honored last evening at the Manhattan Day School dinner. A lot of great, amazing gatherings have been taking place over the last few days. We say mazal tov. Mazal tov to Frisch and Eula. The Frisch School in Paramus, Eula, the Yeshiva University Los Angeles High School, they are the finalists in today's Sarachek Tournament Final up at Yeshiva University. Congratulations, and congrats to a TABC and Hafter who, um, who participated in the semifinal games yesterday. Some great games yesterday, I must say. 39 degrees, wintry mix out there. Hey, why not? It's not even Nissan yet. Why wouldn't there be a wintry mix? <laughs> with morning showers and a high of 56. Clear tonight, low 35. Mostly sunny for tomorrow with a high temperature of 58. We'll get a Ma'ar update. They have a big event coming up. We'll talk about that uh, here at JM in the AM. And a reminder, the Hasidic music icon, Ben Sion Schenker, in our studio tomorrow at JM in the AM. The Hasidic music icon, Ben Sion Schenker in our studio tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The day before each Rosh Chodesh is referred to as Yom Kippur Katan, the little Yom Kippur. The Sefer Oitzer Erchea explains that the name is derived from the fast and the special prayers of the day, which is like Yom Kippur. The custom of keeping Yom Kippur Katan is not mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch, the Code of Jewish Laws. It originated among the Kabbalists of Tzfas in the second half of the 16th century. The Shalah Kaddish writes that Rosh Chodesh serves as an atonement. This we learn from the text of the Musa prayer of Rosh Chodesh. In it, we say, Rosh Chodeshim La'amcha Nasata, You have given your people Rosh Chodesh, Zaman kapara lechol toidosom. It is a time of atonement for all their offspring. On Rosh Chodesh, additional offerings were brought to the Beis Hamikdash. It included ziv elevation offerings for favor in seirei chatos, 
goats of a sin offering. The Shalah suggests that a person should make every effort to repent, to do tshuva with a full heart, so that when the new month arrives, he is like a newly created person, or a Bria Chadasha. Harav Gedal Yeshur offers a very interesting insight into the concept of Yom Kippur Katan. He notes that the holy day of Yom Kippur itself is a time when one takes an accounting of what he or she has accomplished, or that which we had wished to accomplish during the past year. It is a day of great inspiration, when one aspires to become a better person and to achieve greater spiritual heights. Erev Rosh Chodesh, at the end of the month, when the moon is the smallest, is a very appropriate time to reevaluate our lives and to understand that just as the moon will renew itself and once again be full, so too we have the ability to grow and shine brighter than ever. It is on this day that is an auspicious time for self-improvement, introspection, and tshuva shlema. We learn in the Zayar that those who do tshuva can come near to Hashem even in a single moment. However, the tzaddikim, perfect tzaddikim, may have to work for many years to come as close. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. Monday on this final day of March, also the final day of Adar 2. It's Erev Rosh Chodesh, Nisan Rosh Chodesh begins tonight. You heard Rabbi Goldwasser mention Yom Kippur cut on a very special Mazel Tov to those who are completing Maseches Sukkah today in the study of Dafyomi and those who will begin Maseches Beitza tomorrow in the study of Dafyomi on Rosh Chodesh. A very special Mazel Tov. Speaking of tomorrow, don't forget... The legendary Hasidic music icon Ben Sion Schenker with his brand new CD visits JM in the AM tomorrow. And boy, oh boy, are we looking forward to it. The great Ben Sion Schenker walks into this studio for the very first time tomorrow morning at JM in the AM. And again, we are very much looking forward to it. Tom Steinberg is with us live via telephone. He is, he is chairman of the board of Ma'or. Ma'or's mission is to create a vibrant Jewish future led by a new generation who are, one, literate in Jewish wisdom, culture, and heritage, two, instilled with a deep personal identity that inspires commitment to Jewish values, and three, who are empowered and actively engaged in Jewish community and support of Israel. And from those of you who've heard of Ma'ar and who have heard our conversations on the air in the past, you know that this is uh, concentrated on the college campuses of the United States of America. Ma'ar has a big event coming up in April. We'll describe that for you uh, in just a few minutes here at JM in the AM. Tom Steinberg, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's a pleasure to be back. It's a pleasure to speak with you. You know, the last time you were here, which was your first visit to JM in the AM, we mentioned that essentially uh, you are the man responsible for the building of MetLife Stadium in this great state of New Jersey. And we spoke at that time anticipating months later a big Super Bowl by the NFL. That is now completed, of course. It's in the past. I'm curious what your impressions were when the NFL took its biggest day to MetLife. Well, first of all, that's a generous attribution. <laughs> there were many, many people involved uh, in the development of MetLife Stadium. 
uh, and over a course of 12 years, it, it was conceptualized, developed, and eventually built and put in a position where it could be operated. Uh, and of course, the biggest event in the football world is the, NF, is the Super Bowl. And uh, we were quite frankly intrigued by the idea of submitting a proposal to the NFL of having the Super Bowl in, uh, in cold weather and generally the Super Bowls are all, uh, are all conducted, uh, in either closed stadiums or in southern locations. Right. And so we were quite surprised and very pleased when the NFL awarded, uh, this year's Super Bowl to come here and that was about four years ago. Um, as you may remember, or you may not remember, but the Super Bowl, the day before uh, the Super Bowl, the weather was iffy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember that all right. <laughs> the day after the Super Bowl, the airports were closed. Right. <laughs> and so the fact that there was such a window was um, was uh, very fortunate because who knows what would have happened with uh, 90,000 uh, attendees flying in from all over the country and being stuck. But it's a little bit reminiscent of the CM Hashas. And I don't know if you remember that sure. the summer before last, yep. there was a uh, similar situation in the sense that there was a go-no decision that had to be made whether to have the outdoor CM Hashas uh, and whether it should be postponed during re- uh, due to rain. And the leaders of the organization at the very last moment decided to go ahead and immediately before the event, the rain started, and we had a beautiful evening. I mean, it, 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 the rain actually stopped at 7 p.m. that night, which was the exact start of the event. And every time I think about it, it's just so hard to believe. And and by the way, folks, because we like to emphasize those, especially in the important worlds in the, the United States of sports, entertainment, etc., when they declare that something in our tradition is even more important than that, they get special recognition here at JMDM. And Tom Steinberg, you have said that to you, as much as the Super Bowl was a very important event, the CMHS to you was an even bigger and more important event for MetLife Stadium. So we got to get... There is no doubt about that. <laughs> and um, I, I think it's important that people should hear that the staff and the management at MetLife Stadium see dozens and dozens of events each year. And the response in the management meetings and the review of the CM Shas was one of awe of how different the CM Shas event was from any other, that the crowd was so respectful and the event was so filled with honoring the Torah. And it was a tremendous Kiddush Hashem all the way around. Unbelievable. Tom Steinberg with us live via telephone. He's chairman of the board of Moar and MetLife Stadium. We'll get into this conversation again in just a couple of minutes. Let's just talk about Moar for a moment before we talk about the actual event that's happening in the big ballpark. Um, and by the way, folks, if you want to research Moar on your own, it's meor.org, meor. Org. Tom, there's a comprehensive strategy that's described on the homepage 
of Moore's website. It says, focus on students attending America's leading academic campuses with large Jewish populations. And boy, your organization certainly has done that. Identify students with promising leadership qualities. Provide leadership development and text-based learning commensurate with the sophistication of these students. Augment campus-based study with learning-oriented trips to Israel and encourage and support students individually on campus and after graduation. Why has this strategy worked? Well, this strategy is carefully designed as a vertically integrated means to take students with limited backgrounds and provide them with increasing skills and knowledge, starting with basic concepts of Judaism, introducing them to texts, which would eventually include Chumash, Mishnah, Gomorrah, uh, and uh, eventually uh, Agados and Madrashim, and help those students, first of all, see that the Torah is filled with wisdom that is relevant, and this is the most important aspect, I believe, is relevant to the day-to-day lives that they're involved with. Everyone who is young, and hopefully old also, is looking for answers to the whys of their life. The big questions, what do they want to accomplish? What's important? What are they here for? And especially on university campuses, this is a time where those questions are being asked. Many, many, the great majority of Jewish students on campus have not been introduced to Torah learning, and certainly not in a sophisticated way that allows they themselves to investigate the text. And so this is an approach that introduces them to the idea that what they're grappling with, what's important to them, how they interact with their friends, their teachers, their parents, their family members, those issues are addressed in very, very sophisticated ways in the Torah. I know that someone like yourself could get into trouble with your representatives around this country uh, for those that you don't mention, but it would not be fair to our audience not to give some examples of the college campuses that uh, we have in mind here in this conversation. Can you give us a couple of college campuses that have just thrived, where the Moor program has thrived and where the students have just proven to be amazing? Sure. Um, I would be remiss Really, if I didn't mention, there's not a single campus in the Moor system that we're not very proud of. Mm. Um, but let me take the University of Maryland this year, because University of Maryland's team is being honored at the Moor dinner. Very nice. Uh, we have five people on staff there, which uh, is led by Rabbi Ari Koretsky, who has been there uh, from the very beginning. It's almost 10 years now since Rabbi Koretsky started. Um, as well as Rabbi Azrael Burnham and Rabbi Zaman Goldstein and Marielle Goldstein and Devorah Jay. And this team started um, initially in the very beginning of Moor as an experiment and provided initially not only Shabbatonim but the Maimonides One program that involves about 90 hours of programming. Now that's 90 hours that a student volunteers for in which they get no college credit. So if you can imagine, they have to be pretty motivated to put that kind of time into that into such a program um, to do that when they have so many other alternatives on campus. Over the last uh, almost decade uh, at University of Maryland, that initial foray has expanded to the point where we are working with 400 Jewish students a year 
on the Maryland campus. Wow. And, that and could... the, the range of students include those that have absolutely no background or who may even have just discovered in the last years that they are, in fact, Jewish, to those that come from modern Orthodox backgrounds who've had the full benefit of 12 years of day school but want to be involved in our programming. So it's a very broad range of and, students. And what you just described in terms of text-based, many hours, etc., not to, again, I mean, uh, we're not comparing to other programs and certainly uh, uh, not in any way speaking negatively of other campus uh, programs. There are many that uh, are, inspire students and help them stay connected to Judaism, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They're all wonderful. But this one, as we mentioned, is text-based, where they're looking at this and approaching it from a real academic standpoint. And, uh, and that provides an amazing background for them as they get into these leadership roles years from now. Because as we described earlier in this conversation, that's your goal, right? Your goal is to form really good leaders for the Jewish world that have this amazing, uh, text basis in their, you know, within them as they approach the real world. That's absolutely right. And if you look at the schools that we're at, you know, you can't be everywhere. So what we're trying to do is identify the top academic universities that have at least 1,500 Jewish students there. And in addition, we're looking for universities that have a strong Jewish community nearby so that we can leverage off the resources in those communities for Shabbatons, for holidays, for tutors, for volunteers that will come in and help those students get connected Jewishly. And then if you look at where those students end up, we're not looking to get any particular student to a final destination. But what we do want to do is give the gift of Jewish wisdom to those students so that when they end up going to work for or involved in volunteer programs for federation, for working for Israel bonds, for working for any Jewish organizations, they will end up doing so not only with some Jewish knowledge, but enough knowledge that they're really committed to the Jewish people, that they've learned how to advocate for Israel, and that they have a strong identity that's going to shine through in anything that they try to do in the Jewish world. Chairman of the Board of Ma'ar is with us on our telephone line, Tom Steinberg. And we do encourage people to support the great work of Ma'ar. You can go to their website at ma'ar.org, M-E-O-R.org, if you are at all involved on the college campus scene, then check out what they're doing. You'll be quite impressed. All right. Uh, Sunday, April 6th, is divided into a couple of things at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. At 5 p.m., of course, Moar will have its dinner and live auction. The award ceremony will pay tribute to all the honorees, uh, including the University of Maryland team that you mentioned, and we'll get to all the honorees in a moment. But the day will begin at 2 o'clock with a family field day with a special NFL guest host. Now, what type of access will the families have on the MetLife field on April the 6th? Well, it's a very, very unusual day. Families will have full access to the field, and that means that we'll be having organized events for children. We'll have scrimmages. We'll have passing contests, running on the field, and actual games. In addition, will have the ability for people to be projected onto the jumbotrons. Now, it turns out MetLife has four of the largest jumbotron screens in the world, <laughs> and so people have a chance to see themselves with their friends on those jumbotrons. There'll also be 
tours of the stadium itself, including the Giants locker room, some of the uh, clubs, the legacy room, and a number of different facilities within the stadium itself. And finally, we will be hosted by two uh, NFL players, uh, very capable and distinguished giant starters. Um, the first of these is Justin Pugh, who is, uh, was drafted in 2013 and is a starting offensive tackle for the Giants. Uh, and Justin looks like a real football player. He's about <laughs> six foot five and just a tad over 300 pounds. Uh, also, we'll have there the Giants punter, Steve Weatherford, who's recognized as an outstanding athlete and has been with the Giants quite some time and is also a Super Bowl uh, ring holder uh, from the, the 2011 Super Bowl. So if Weatherford wants, he could uh, teach some of the kids how to punt and show them how difficult it is to punt on Sunday. That's what he's going to be doing. And, and if, and if, a, if a youngster, a boy or a girl wants to throw a pass from exactly where Russell Wilson threw a pass to defeat the, uh, defeat the Denver Broncos uh, back in the Super Bowl, they could do that as well. The whole field is open for the afternoon. Unbelievable. I'll tell you, make, make a family's dream come true. Go and play football together on MetLife Stadium's field. That is amazing. That's two o'clock on Sunday, April 6th. This coming Sunday at MetLife Stadium, it's Family Field Day with the NFL players that you just heard. And then at 4 o'clock, you go into cocktails and a silent auction. I assume that will give people an opportunity uh, to bid on items that are pretty unique, right? Yes, we're going to have a number of unusual uh, items, uh, including uh, a family trip on a safari to South Africa. Woo! Uh, and uh, it's called, the name of this trip is Sleeping with the Lions, and uh, it involves exposure way, way out in the hinterlands with exposure to animals there. In addition, we'll be having a special trip to the Baja Riviera with a fabulous home with five separate uh, small uh, houses with two pools overlooking the Baja uh, uh, the the Baja Peninsula and the Pacific Ocean, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, there'll be a number of interesting items, and I think really the most meaningful item will be the opportunities to bid on the ability to provide scholarships for students going to Israel and elsewhere. Literally, people will be able to bid for that. Correct. That's absolutely. A, that's a unique concept. You're not just well. We have between four and five hundred students of our top students. We're working with four thousand students. About ten percent of those each year go on advanced study programs to Israel. Oh boy! And this year we brought about 120 students to Eastern Europe, including Poland. And we hope that was a very successful program, and we hope to expand that as well. I can only imagine. I mean, we know what Israel does for everybody. For the academically inclined, it must be a really unique type of journey. That's amazing. I'm sure they gain a tremendous amount from it, like everybody does. Uh, and then, of course, at 5 o'clock, the dinner and live auction takes place. It's all happening. I assume it's in one of the clubs indoors at Giant Stadium. I mean, yes, at, at, at MetLife Stadium. At the Lexus Club, at the which Lexus is Club. one of the larger clubs that um, holds... You know, in excess of 500 people, and it overlooks the field itself, and it's a great setting to both enjoy being in a football setting but give us the opportunity to share with the people that come information about what more is done, what we're doing now, 
and what our hopes and aspirations are for the future. The Ma'ar at MetLife honorees for this coming Sunday include community service honorees Yitz and Hilda Applebaum. Uh, it includes the Parents of the Year Cliff and Maggie Newman and the Young Leadership honorees Daniel and Lauren Feinberg. In addition to that, as we mentioned, Educators of the Year are going to the entire team at the University of Maryland. They'll be in attendance this coming Sunday. Uh, you can attend the event by going to ma'or.org. Uh, any other uh, method that you want, phone number or anything else, or the best thing is the website? Um, there's the website. There's also the phone number for our event office. Let me give that to sure. everyone. It's 212-957-9155. Again, 212-957-9155. And I think that I'd like to leave people with the idea that this is a great opportunity for families to have a wonderful time at the stadium and enjoy a great day, at the same time to support an organization that's making a meaningful difference in the Jewish life on American university campuses. And today, everyone is concerned about assimilation, apathy, lack of knowledge, and Moor is in a position to really fight that battle on the front lines, which is on the university campuses. That's where this battle is taking place. And whatever we can do to garner more resources, the more successful we will be in trying to successfully wage that. that Tom, you, you know about the battles on campus regarding BDS. Is this something that the Moor teams around the country keep in mind as they speak to students on a daily basis regarding what's happening in Israel? Absolutely. And uh, it takes many different forms, and we've been fortunate to receive support from various parts of the Israeli uh, government. Uh, to train and work with our students for advocacy programs. And anyone that's familiar with what's going on with universities today has got to be very, very concerned at the rise of anti-Semitism and how broadly that's beginning to take place. And we've got to arm our youngsters with the the right ammunition for these battles. And the first ammunition is, is knowledge. Right. To bring the knowledge to those students so they feel prideful of what they're doing know how to respond, and be committed. And this takes many forms from being able to speak up and talk to be involved in student senates. And just uh, just on Friday when I was in Israel, I had the great pleasure of, um, of meeting with a Moor graduate at the University of Pennsylvania who uh, just last year after graduating went into the IDF where she is now uh, training to be an officer in the IDF, and that's uh, another example of how our students are affected and involved in advocacy for Israel. So, Tom, it sounds like you don't have to be a football fan to be at the event Sunday, but you have to be a fan of the uh, positive and the potential of the Jewish future. That's right. Simple Very as that. Well uh, good luck on Sunday. I'm sure MetLife Stadium will be uh, brimming with a lot of very enthusiastic supporters for the organization and the families just having a great time. We hope it'll be a great time for everyone. Please, Dovin, for good weather. <laughs> hey, thank God the weather worked out for a couple of other events at the stadium. Hopefully it'll work out great for this Sunday as well. Thank you so much for joining us.
My pleasure. Thank you, Nathan, as, as always. Uh, Tom Steinberg is chairman of the board of Moor. Event information, either moor.org, M-E-O-R.org, or you can dial 212-957-9155. You literally get to spend the afternoon on the field at MetLife Stadium with those two New York Giants, uh, with a whole bunch of great people, and with your own family tossing around the football and punting it and participating in the contests. And then afterwards, of course, enjoying a great dinner, as we say Mazal Tov again, uh, to the Applebaums and Newmans and the Feinbergs and the University of Maryland team, all among the honorees that night. Go to moor.org, M-E-O-R.org, or dial 212-957-9155. It will take place this coming Sunday at MetLife Stadium. This is JM in the AM. Done by uh, Aryeh Kunstler. Well, the uh, news from Israel, not good news this morning. 
somewhat shameful news. The uh, former Prime Minister Ehud Olmert is uh, likely going to spend uh, time in prison after his conviction today in the uh, Holy Land bribery scandal. We spoke to a member of Knesset and Deputy Defense Minister Danny Danone earlier. If you missed it, you can check out the archives, jmtheam.org. A, a sad day for those of us who um, identify with the state of Israel. On this Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan at JM the AM, 39 degrees, morning showers, and a high of 56. A minute before 8 o'clock with a reminder that tomorrow, Hasidic music icon Ben Sion Schenker will be in our studio at JM in the AM. We are very much looking forward to his visit. He's got a brand new CD, and we get to speak about his amazing career. Ben Sion Schenker in studio tomorrow morning at JM in the AM. Get ready for that. It should be remarkable. Um, that is happening tomorrow. We'll start about 745 right here at JM in the AM. Congratulations going out to Frisch and Eula. They meet today in the Sarachek final. The Sarachek tournament final up at Yeshiva University takes place at 2 o'clock. Eula and Frisch will meet. Good luck, everybody. It should be a very, very good game. And uh, we wish good luck to everybody who's uh, nervously and anxiously awaiting that game about six hours from now up on the campus of Yeshiva University in Washington Heights. 8 o'clock in the morning, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Yeah. 
JM in the AM. Miami boys, as they get set for yet another spectacular Pesach holiday. There they are with Baruch Aleinu. Before that, Isaac Honig and company with uh, Mia Deer off of a YouTube video posted yesterday by Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra. It's a really great piece from a chuppah with Isaac Honig and company. Again, that's called Mia Deer. JM in the AM, good morning. Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan here at JM in the AM. I want to remind you that tomorrow is a big day for us. Oh, tomorrow is a big day for us, that's for sure. The great Ben Sion Schenker is going to be in this studio here at JM in the AM. And we are excited. Ben Sion Schenker tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. The Hasidic music icon himself. Well, we, uh, we know that, um, Yerachmiel Begun has a whole bunch of stuff planned. I mean, Miami's going to be with Uncle Maishi and the twins from France and two Brooklyn college shows on Thursday, Cholomoid. And they're going to be up in Muncie, Muncie Shabbos, Cholomoid. I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, yeah, they're actually going to be up in Muncie when, uh, when Avramel is in Brooklyn College. Uh, but the centerpiece of the event is the Ut Ut Miami 5774 concert, which will preview songs from their upcoming album Ut Ut, and will star Miami, the Miami alumni, Benny Friedman, Simcha Liner, the Zmiros Choir, and the Shirenu Orchestra. It's Thursday night, Cholomoy, to Brooklyn College. Information, jewishtickets.com, or by dialing 718-513-8717, 718-583. 57 let me do that again <laughs> never close the book before the announcement is done <laughs> that I can tell you if you're yeah you want advice from Nahum Siegel <laughs> you want a good piece of advice that you can take uh, uh, to heart during your entire radio career don't close the book till you finish uh, 718-513-8717 all right that's the number uh, for Miami Thursday night, Chol Hamoid. Lots to talk about. Yerachmiel Begun, of course, will join us next week, and we will talk about every single event that he has a hand in for Chol Hamoid Pesach, and there are many, to say the least. Hey, our friends at NCSY have announced a uh, Thursday Chol Hamoid adventure to Great Adventure. New Jersey NCSY is heading to Great Adventure on Thursday Chol Hamoid. And uh, my friend Ruben Rahmani called just a few minutes ago and told me that he will have, on April the 17th, he will have kosher food, kosher Pesach food, down at Great Adventure for that Thursday. Yaakov Shweki is going to be live in concert that day at Six Flags. Tickets available at a whole bunch of different places or by just contacting New Jersey NCSY. Log on NCSYGreatAdventure.com. That's NCSYGreatAdventure.com. Uh, usually they have a date by when you should buy your tickets in terms of, uh, you know, how long the discount lasts and all that. If I get that information, I'll pass it along to you. But again, you want to go to uh, ncsygreatadventure.com and to get information about their plans for Cholamoid Thursday. Morning showers with a high of 56, clear skies tonight, the mostly sunny tomorrow. Can't wait. The high tomorrow expected to be 58 degrees. Finally, finally, huh?
looking forward to all that great weather that I'm sure we'll be getting in the next couple of weeks. Wouldn't our track record indicate that we're in for some great weather? What did you say, sir? <laughs> I certainly hope so. I want to remind you that if you are um, cleaning your house for Pesach and you come across items that a mother of multiples might be able to use, a crib or a high chair or a stroller. Mothers of multiples, Gamach wants to give it to a mother of multiples. If you're not using it anymore, speak with Rifki at area code 718-253-6234, 718-253-6234. And a reminder that there are free large print Haggadahs for the visually impaired and reading disabled. If someone in your family would have a much better time at the Seder if they had a large print Haggadah. All you have to do is uh, contact our friends at the JBI Library. And by the way, and I'll mention it again. I mentioned it Friday. An amazing cover story of the Jewish Press Magazine this week on the JBI Library. Uh, it's jbilibrary.org, jbilibrary.org. Recall 1-800-999-6476. It's free large print Haggadahs, one 800 999 6476. All right. JM and the AM, the brand new single from Ellie Schwabel's album, which has just been released. This is Young God, JM and the AM.
Brand new Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM. 
as we uh, get to uh, Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh begins tonight. It's Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Mazal Tov again to those who've completed Dafyomi Maseches Sukkah and are getting ready for Maseches Beitza, which begins tomorrow. Mazal Tov to all of you from all of us here at JM and the AM. Uh, that was Simcha Liner before that, Ellie Schwabel, and we just confirmed it. Ellie Schwabel will be here with the brand new CD this coming Wednesday morning, early, about 7.30 Wednesday morning. Ellie Schwabel will be in studio with our CD debut of his brand new CD. Not our <laughs> CD debut, but the CD debut of his brand new CD. You heard Yaga, that uh, first single here at JM in the AM. So that's happening Wednesday. Tomorrow, Hasidic music icon. Ben Sion Schenker in our studio, and boy, oh boy, are we looking forward to it. We will open the phone lines. You'll have a chance to speak with the great Ben Sion Schenker. We'll obviously play his music. He's got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, that is a whole bunch of stuff. He's got a whole bunch <laughs> of material that is brand new because he's got a uh, brand new CD out. <laughs> when it comes to Ben Sion Schenker, you don't say a whole bunch of stuff. Another lesson for those of you who are taking copious notes regarding your own broadcast career. You've gotten a couple of suggestions from me this morning. If you're taking copious notes about your political career, try not to act like uh, Ehud Olmert did, as uh, earlier today he became the first Israeli prime minister to be convicted and uh, will likely serve jail time for that uh, bribery scandal in the Holy Land Properties uh, case. Sad day in Israel, to say the least. Even with it being Erev Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the month of uh, redemption is set to begin tonight. Pesach is two weeks from tonight. Imagine that. We'll do our big Pesach show the Tuesday before the holiday, which means a week from tomorrow with your questions, your queries regarding the big uh, discussions on uh, Kashrus on Pesach. We'll do that a week from tomorrow. Mark your calendar for that. Plenty of constant information next week, of course. We're heading to legendary destinations down in uh, Cape Coral, Florida. That's where we will emanate from in terms of our broadcast during Pesach. Uh, Monday, Erev Pesach. Thursday, Friday, Cholomoid. And uh, Wednesday, the day after on Isru Chag. So get ready for that. Should be a lot of fun down there. There is a lot happening, to say the least. Mazel Tov going out to Frisch and Eula. They are in the final today at the Sarachek Basketball Tournament up at Yeshiva University. Frisch and Eula go head-to-head at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Good luck to our friends at MaxLive.com as they will broadcast the game. And um, good luck, everybody. You know, I don't want to say we're playing favorites because now we have an international audience, but, you know, Frisch is in the state of New Jersey where we are right now. It would be amazing if they took their first... Sarachek tourney today. So good luck, everybody. And to all our friends at Frisch, we give an extra boost of good luck uh, today up at YU. It should be a fun day up there and uh, hopefully a big day of celebration. Oh, and my blog about the Sarachek tournament, I believe Times of Israel picked it up. I believe Times of Israel has picked up my blog about the top five things that I learned from the Sarachek tournament when it comes to YU each year. You can check that out. I'll try to put it on our Facebook page right now, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. And you can find it on Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net. Yeah, I've got some feelings about the Sarachek tournament. Really nice stuff to say. So hopefully you'll check that out at some point. Brand new David Gabe. He'll be part of that uh, concert we mentioned 
uh, with um, uh, the night with Avremo coming up Saturday night, Cholomoy. David Gabe is brand new with this single entitled Boire Oilum. Here it is at JM in the AM. Yo 
JM and the AM, brand new from David Gabe. That's his single entitled Boreolum here at JM and the AM. Erev Rosh with birthday wishes going out to Moosey Levin of Morristown, New Jersey. Listens every day, six years old, tunes in every day to JM and the AM. Thank you so much for that. That's greatly appreciated. On Facebook, we learned a few minutes ago that there's a big simcha going on tonight. Want to wish a mazel tov to cousin, this is uh, Penny who wrote this, says that sends a mazel tov to cousin Josh Gilden of Teaneck, New Jersey, his wedding tonight to uh, Hani Colton, also of uh, Teaneck. Mazel tov to parents Norman and Barbara Gilden, the entire Colton and Gilden mishpachas. Comes from Karen and Penny and all of us, of course, right here at JM in the AM. Monday morning, Erev Rosh Chodesh, we continue with plenty more including this one, brand new from Ellie Laufer.
Eitan Katz from that amazing CD that he introduced us last week live in Jerusalem with Asher Bara. That is just amazing. Ellie Lau for a brand new single to Chinafshi here at JM in the AM. You heard David Gabe before that. He'll be part of the big Cholamoid uh, concerts that are going on, including that Saturday night concert at Brooklyn College. Um, showers this morning with a high 56. Clear tonight, low 35, mostly sunny for tomorrow. Looking forward to that, <laughs> that I can tell you, with a high of 58. Yerushalayim is at 66, and the uh, state of Israel is reeling from the news that uh, Ehud Olmert, former prime minister, has been convicted. Sentencing coming up uh, after Pesach. We spoke to member of Knesset and Deputy Defense Minister Danny Danone earlier. If you missed any of it, check out the archives of jmandtheam.org. Uh, there'll be an encore presentation, the best of the Israel show, coming up with Mayor Weingarten. That's happening uh, minutes from now on our stream at jmnam.org. Mayor Weingarten with the Israel show, the best of the Israel show. I believe it's a show from mid-2013, if I'm not mistaken. That'll be happening on our stream right here at JM in the AM. And coming up at 10 o'clock this morning, uh, Arye Lightstone is going to be doing a Tech Talk program an hour-long special with former head of school Rabbi Alchanan Weinbach and education consultant discussing all the ins and outs of 21st century learning. That's going to be happening today between 10 and 11. Music Mix, of course, follows all day long on the stream at jmandtheam.org. So make sure to be tuned in. Sarachek tournament up at YU, Frisch and Eula in the final. Our special court report, a fresh new edition of court report. Regarding the Sarachek tournament tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern time with Elliot Weiselberg on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Brand new, this is Yaakov Shweki.
Tarev Rosh Chodesh Nisan figured a good time to uh, play the Hisha Amda. Brand new Yaakov Shweki before that with Osim Chuva. Four minutes before 9 o'clock, encore of the Israel Show, the best of the Israel Show coming up between 9 and 10, a fresh new edition of Tech Talk with Ari Lightstone between 10 and 11 this morning on our stream at jmtheam.org. We'll close things out with the Al Hamichya selection at JM in the AM.
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmdm.org. Hey, I want to take this opportunity to wish a happy birthday to Pesach Berenholtz, Besake, New Jersey, Pesach Berenholtz. A happy birthday wish to you from all of us here at JM in the AM. And that will close out a Monday edition. Don't forget tomorrow, a historic day here at JM in the AM, the legendary Hasidic music icon. Ben Sion Schenker will be in our studio right here in Jersey City at JM in the AM. We are looking forward to his visit about 7.45 tomorrow morning. Make sure to be tuned in. The great Ben Sion Schenker for the first time ever in studio tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. The Israel Show, the best of the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten is next on our stream at jmtheam.org. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.